0: Jesus said the works that I do shall you do also and greater works than these shall you do come and have an encounter with the burden removing yoke destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday 10am at Solution Chapel International Barnfield Road Northgate Crawley RH10 8DS or call 01293 885000 for more information or on the web at solutionchapel.org so Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will
1: learn. So it said, if you shall diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, and to observe Carefully Not observe lackadaisically observe how Carefully Observe carefully Because you know remember When, when uh, Elijah was about to be taken away From Elisha Elijah said to Elisha If you see Me go that means Careful observation log into the vision uh, because your connection determines your location. Amen. Uh, So, uh, this week, we're encouraging everyone today, you'll be given minimum 20 flyers after the service and this week, you are mandated to go out personally to invite others to church. Amen? Amen. Now, How many of you remember the instructions Moses gave the children of Israel about the manna? They said the manna, you have to eat it the same day. You don't store it. So if you are given 20 flyers to be given out in the week and you store it in your bag, the same thing that happened for them not following instructions with the mother mm-hmm. will happen to your bag.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you hear what I just said?
1: Yes. Yeah. So some of you, when you, we give you flyers to go out and give it, you don't give it, you keep it in your bag. Mm-hmm. You keep it in your cars. You keep it in your house. Follow specific instructions, amen. And now uh, somebody is gonna say, because Pastor said the manner issue, I'm not going to take twenty flyers. That is another act of disobedience. That one is worse. Amen. So we want to encourage everyone to get twenty flyers this today after the service, and God will bless you. Amen. Now, the last Sunday, the last Tuesday of this month, we are going to launch our home sales. We call them Heaven Houses. So I want to encourage everyone. We are looking for 100 houses. And we are going to be meeting only on uh, Tuesdays from 7 p.m. to 8.15 p.m. So please Uh, avail your house uh, to be used as a heaven house and as you do that God will bless your house because when we use your house for a heaven house it simply means you are hosting the ark of the covenant in your house how many of you remember Obedidom when the ark of the Lord went into his house the whole nation heard of him within three months Some of you, when we start the heaven house in your house, within three months, the whole world will hear of you. Oh, say a good amen. Amen. So we want to encourage you after the service, uh, please see Pastor Halima. Please stand up and let them see you. Please see Pastor Halima for heaven houses. And as we are having 100 heaven houses, that means we're going to have 100 heaven house leaders, 100 heaven house leaders, so it goes hand in hand, so we are starting the last Tuesday of this month, so we want to know quickly how many houses we have so that we can start in Jesus' name, amen? amen. I said amen. amen? All right. Are you ready for the word? Yes. Okay, please stand with me in your Bibles. Uh, before before I, I start the word, uh, this this has been on my heart for some time. Uh, before I say what I'm about to say, let me just say this. Uh, I was actually I, I went back uh, well, two or three days ago watching a service that we had, same same Sunday last year and I just started thanking God for what he's doing in this church because year on by year, every year he has increased us and last year by this time we didn't have anyone playing any of our instruments but exactly a year on we have had God consistently growing us as a ministry and and making sure every aspect of the church is growing. So to God alone be all the glory for that. Let's give Jesus some praise for that. Let's 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 give Jesus some praise. And not only that, the church has grown within the year, uh, to unprecedented growth, and we thank God in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. How many of you are getting blessed so far?
0: Amen.
1: Now, how many of you were blessed by the series on understanding the anointing? Amen. Are you operating Amen. in the anointing? Amen. Is the anointing working in your life? Amen. Is it working? Yes. Amen. And it will continue to work for you in Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen? Amen. All right. I, I I'll have to start now. Um, this is our year of influence. And as part of our year being a year of influence, I have been praying for you. But I notice that praying for you is not enough. Because God will not do by a miracle what you should do by obedience. Please write that down. God will not do by a miracle what you should do by what? Obedience. So that means... You have a part to play in the things of God and God also has a part to play. Are you following what I'm saying? So it's very important for us to understand how God operates in the life of the believer. And so I was asking God, there are still some people in the church that to an extent are left behind they are not walking in their promised land. And as I was asking the Holy Spirit on how to move everyone from where they are into their promised land, the Holy Spirit gave me this message to teach that it's more like the, the, the bridge. The bridge from where you are to where God wants you to be. For instance, if, if you have to cross a bridge to the other side, if, there is, if you want to go somewhere and there is a, a river and the only way you can get to that other side is through a bridge, the bridge becomes the connection between where you are and where you want to go. Is that, are you following what I'm saying? So this message is like the bridge from where you are to where God wants you to get to. Amen. How many of you want to get to the Amen. promised land? Okay, so that's what I'm about to teach. So turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. verse 1 and 2 Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 and 2 I read it says now it shall come to pass if you somebody say if you if you not god if who Me. if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God To observe all, not some, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above how many nations? How many nations? All All nations of the earth. Verse 2. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. Amen. I'm starting a new series that I have titled, Walking in Obedience.
0: Amen.
1: Walking in Obedience, this, and this is part one. Walking in Obedience, and this is part one. Working in obedience, and this is part one. Now, God is a God of mercy. God is a God of love. God is a God of kindness. But not only that, God is also a God of judgment. God is a God of love, he's a God of mercy, he's a God of kindness, but not only that, He is also a God of judgment. So that means God relates to his children on the basis of all his characteristics. So for instance, He's a God that healeth you. So when you are sick, he will heal you. He is the God that opens doors. So when a door is shut, he will open those doors for you. So that means God is all of this to all of us at different point in time. And someone might say, but we are living in the dispensation of grace. Yes, that is true. The same God who is a God of grace is the same God who is a God of judgment. Is a God of love, but he also judge, judges us. He loves us, and because of his love for us, he chastises us. Isn't that right? That's why God says, I am a jealous God. He said, you shall have no other God beside me, because I am a jealous God. So, if you're going to move to the next level of your life and only say that because God is a God of grace and we are living in a dispensation of grace, so that means I don't have to do anything, you miss God. Are you following me? you miss God. So, this is very important. So, a quick question we want to ask is, what is obedience? When we talk about walking in obedience, what does it mean to walk in obedience to walk in obedience is to fully align yourself with the will and the word of God despite prevailing circumstances to walk in obedience is to align yourself with the will and And the word of God, despite prevailing circumstances. Obedience might be costly, but the end result is rewarding. Obedience might be costly, but the end result is rewarding. Genesis chapter 12, from verse 1 to 4. Genesis chapter 12 from verse 1 to 4. The Bible says, God came to Abraham and said, Now the Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house, to the land that I will show you. Now I want you to understand something. Abraham has been with his father for 75 years. He's enjoyed the best of his father He's been in his father's house. He's been in in his own country. He's been among his people. And for all these years, he's been loving it. But then all of a sudden, God comes and says, Get out. Now, this is the first encounter God is having with Abraham. All of a sudden, God said, Get out. That's not an easy instruction. It's a very difficult instruction. Verse two, God said, and I'll make you, when you get out, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Mm -hmm. Verse three, he said, I'll bless those who bless you and I'll curse those who curse you. And in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Verse four is key. The Bible says that, So, Abraham departed as the Lord has spoken to him. That is key. So, Abraham did what? Departed. So, that means Abraham obeyed Mm. what God told him. Now, notice the blessing is linked up to a location or an instruction. God said, get out of your country, get out of your father's house, get out of everything that you know to a land that I will show you. You haven't seen it yet, but he said get out. And when you get out, he said, I will bless you. In the kingdom of God, we do before God blesses us. (laughs) He doesn't bless us before we do. Sometimes, on rare occasions, he might reverse the trend. But the general trend is that God will always bless you after you have done. Hallelujah. So, let's go back to our foundational text. Or before we go to our foundational text, there are two types of obedience. There are two types of obedience. Number one is what I call partial obedience. Partial obedience. And number two is complete obedience. Number one is partial obedience. Number two is what? Complete obedience. Partial obedience is not fully following God's plan for your life. When you are working in partial obedience, that is when you are not fully following God's plan for your life. So, for instance, God will tell you, go two miles and you go 1.9 miles. That's partial obedience. (laughs) And complete obedience is fully following the will of God for your life. Complete obedience is fully following God's will for your life, irrespective of the challenges you face along the way. God said to Abraham, God said to Moses, Go back to Pharaoh, the one who chased you, the one who wants to kill you. Go back to him and tell him, I said, Let my people go that they may serve me. Now, if you had a right mind, you won't do it because this Pharaoh wants to kill you. And God says, go back to this Pharaoh and face him and tell him that I said, let my people go that they may serve me. So sometimes working in full obedience will actually make you Uncomfortable. Yeah, it will make you uncomfortable. When God, the Holy Spirit, wakes you up at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. to pray, it makes you uncomfortable, isn't it? It makes you uncomfortable, but you have to pray. That's following the will of God. Hallelujah. So we're going back to Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 and 2. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 and 2. Now Moses was speaking to the children of Israel and he said, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. If you how? Diligently. That means when it comes to the things of God, we have to be diligent. Anything you do in the house of God that is not diligent is not accepted. So i'll say, oh, but I tried. <laughs> but I did my best. Is it diligent? Have you noticed that God only rewards those who seek him how? Diligently. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. God only rewards diligent people. So he said, it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Now, how are you going to obey his voice if you don't know his voice? And how are you going to know his voice unless you know him? Jesus said, my sheep knows my voice and they will follow my voice. They will not follow any other voice. So, you see, to be able to diligently obey God, you have to have a personal relationship with him. And not only that, your relationship with him makes you know that he is a God who can be trusted. When he says A, he will do A. Now, if you're working in an organization and you have worked with this boss of yours for maybe five years and every time your boss tells you, I'll I'll increase your pay and he does it every year, what's happening? There's trust building up between you and your boss. Isn't that right? So if your boss tells you, okay, I'm going to increase your pay again, you trust him. Because you've built a relationship with him over the years and everything he has said, he has fulfilled. So when you walk with God and you know him, obeying his voice doesn't become difficult. The reason why many find it difficult to obey the voice of the Lord is because they don't know God. They don't have a personal relationship with him. Because, listen, every every act of instruction from God moves your level up. There is no act of obedience in God that will ever take you down. Never. The word of God has been given to us for our advantage. Would you say amen to that? Yes. Has the word been given to us for our disadvantage? No. It's for our advantage. So that means everything in the word Is to your advantage. So that means every time the voice of God comes to you is to move you to the next level. We had testimonies this week, this morning. Someone said, I was expecting a word from the Lord. I came, I had a word, and that word moved me to my next level. There is no aspect of the word that is to your disadvantage. I want you to get this. We, we have to really get, because once you catch this, you'll be excited waiting to hear his voice. Amen. The Bible says that the voice of the Lord is like a thunder, that thunders upon the waters. My level has always shifted when I hear his voice. <laughs> I was telling my wife this morning, I think I just heard God last night about 12 12 a.m. giving me specific instructions to go and dig some wells that we dug before that was closed. He said, go back and dig that well again. I said, okay. I was excited. I was not thinking about that. I was thinking about something totally different and then the voice of the Lord came. So he said, if you shall diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God and to observe carefully. Don't observe lackadaisically, like observe how? Carefully. Observe carefully because, you know, remember when, when uh, Elijah was about to be taken away from Elisha, Elijah said to Elisha, If you see me go, that means careful observation. If you see me go, if you see me, if you don't observe, you miss what's happening. To observe carefully, carefully. How many of you have read a verse, and then you read that verse again, and then a different instruction comes out of that, that verse? How many of you have seen, experienced Now, what happened the last time you read that verse and it became different is because now you are reading it carefully. Carefully observe the commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God, the Lord your God, the Lord your God will set you where? Will set you where? Will set you where? Will set you where? Read the whole. Will set you where? Will set you where? Will set you where? Is this some of the nations? the nations? How many of the nations? All the nations? And where will he set you? High above where them. will he set you? How above them? How above them? High above them. So that means there are men and women in this church that will be above
0: high
1: above
0: Amen. nations. Amen.
1: Amen. High above. Amen. There was a time, let me say this, don't be upset. Can I say this? And, and what I'm about to say is just is the truth, but don't be upset, especially to those of you who are coming from that nation. There was a time I had more money in my savings account than, than a nation with, with that's, that, that that's start with Z. I won't mention the full name. I didn't mention any nation. I just said it starts with Z. I had more money in my savings account than a whole nation. <laughs> <laughs> someone say how pastor if you shall diligently hacking, mm-hmm. if you shall diligently obey mm-hmm. there is no act of obedience in the things of God that will ever take you down mm-hmm. never amen. that means there are many women coming from this church that will be above nations amen that you will be lending to nations. Amen. Say, say a good amen. 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 Say a good amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Mention sure your name. Say I Adama Make Mention your name. Say I Adama Segbeji. Will, will be above, above all, nations all
0: nations
1: of the earth. In Jesus' name. Yes. You are not saying it convincingly. Someone say, uh, But Pastor, how is it going to happen? By by my salary is this. Who told you God works with your salary? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elisha said tomorrow about this time. A corn of grains will be sold for a shekel. Tomorrow about this time. A house will be sold for one pound. <laughs> Tomorrow, by this time, you'll be in your a, a house, a four-bedroom house. Nothing paid, free. Free. See, those who, those who are calculating according to their salary, they are saying, What makes rich is not our work, the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich. And he adds most. So the purpose of God asking you to obey is to set you above all nations of the earth. He said, and all these blessings shall come upon you. And overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. And when you go home, take time and read Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1 to 14 or 15 thereabout. And it will show you all the blessings. Please write this down. Your obedience to the voice of God can change someone's destiny. Your obedience to the voice of God can change someone's destiny. John chapter 1 from verse 44 to 46. The Bible says that now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael. I love that. Underline that in your Bible. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law... And also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Jesus. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. So you see... If Philip had not obeyed the voice of the Lord, he wouldn't have found Nathanael, he wouldn't have brought him to Jesus, and he wouldn't have experienced the miracles that he experienced. Your obedience to the voice of God can change someone's destiny. Someone is just waiting on you to obey God. Their destiny is lined up. It's linked up to your life. They are just waiting on you to obey. And until you obey, they will perish. Can you imagine what would have happened if Jesus had not obeyed God and gone to the cross? Where will we be? Some of us by now will be, will be, will be. Okay, let me not just go there you know where you'll be by now but for Jesus please write this down there are blessings in every act of obedience but the blessing only manifests when we obey when we obey number two our supplies end where our obedience stop. <laughs> that means your supplies in life stop wherever your obedience stop. If God tells you win a soul and you don't win a soul, that means you have disobeyed God and your supplies stop when your obedience stops. How many of you here work and they pay you from the beginning of the month and not at the end of the month? Or let me put it this way. How many of you, when you were employed day one, your employer paid you your full salary for the month on day one? Anyone? Anyone? I thought there are a lot of miracles in this church. Are you sure? No one? Okay, how many of you only got paid at the end of the month? Okay, all of us? So that means even the world system operates this way, you have to work before you earn. Is that right? That means if the instruction in your company say come to work at 8 o'clock, and work till six Monday to Friday and you disobey at the end of the month your disobedience will show in your on your pay slip. Yes. Is it true? Yes. <laughs> if you decide and say this month, I'll only work three days. I'll not work 30 days or 28 days or twenty-five days. Will it show on your pay slip? Yes. If it shows on your pay slip, are you going to blame the devil? No. Are you going to blame your employer? No. Who are you going to blame? Myself. Yeah. So our supplies end where our obedience stop. Whenever you stop obeying God, that's where your supplies end. Listen, the tangible manifestations of your blessings are hidden and locked up in your act of obedience to God's word. The tangible manifestations of your blessings are hidden and locked up in your act of obedience to God's word. John chapter 2 verse 5, the mother of Jesus said to the servants, Whatsoever he says to you to do, do it. Whatever he tells you to do, what do you do? do? Because when he tells you to do something, it is to your advantage. You know the story? They were looking for wine. They had no wine. Jesus told them, go and pour water into water pots. Now what were they looking for? Wine. Jesus said, Pour water. Does it make sense? No. It makes sense to you? No. Yeah, somebody's nodding their head. That it makes sense. It doesn't make sense. What you want is wine. He says, Pour water. Now, don't start calculating. It takes one year for grapes to ferment, for the wine to ferment, for it to. He said, Pour water. Just, just, just. just obey. Just do what he tells you to do. What you want is wine. As to how he's going to get wine to you, it's none of your business. It's none of your business. It's none of your business. business. Just obey. Just obey. Even Nike says, just do it. John 2, 5. Just what? Do it. Whatever he tells you to do, do just, it. What? Do it. just what? Just what? Yeah, just do it. When we came to this side of Crawley, the Lord said, start a church. Here, we obeyed. Did I know you then? I didn't know you. Whatever he tells you to do, just do it. I wasn't going to ask, where are all the members going to come from? Are there members in the church today or not? Yeah. Multitudes whatever he tells you to do, just do it. Because it is to your advantage. (laughs) When we ask you to fast, it's not as if the pastor wants to come to your house and eat your food. (laughs) It is to your advantage. One of our members testified last week. She hasn't been to church in a long time. And then one of the members called her and said, you have to come to church, you have to come to covenant. And she came to the last day of covenant. Last day. During the anointing service, I an anointed her, prayed over her. Following week, she goes to work. Next cardiac arrest. Put, is it cardiac, heart attack? Is it cardiac arrest? Put in an ambulance, taken to hospital, one of the members in this church who works in the hospital took care of her. Then the next day, she came back to life. And then she said, but for that member inviting me to come on out that day and being prayed for and being anointed. The next thing this church will hear is she went to work and died at work every act of obedience to God is to your advantage. Amen. It's to your advantage. Please get this right. It's not, you're not doing, it's serving God, listen, serving God is not doing me a favor. You are doing yourself a favor. Amen. 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 So, when we say pray, you are not doing the pastor a favor. Who are you doing a favor? Yourself. You are helping yourself. When we say fast, who are you helping? Yourself. When we say win soul, who are you helping? Yeah. Why do I have to go out? I'm ashamed. I feel shy. Jesus said, when we stand before the father, if you are ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed before you, before my father. That one is worse. It's a month of the great invitation. It's time for all of us to step out. Some of us, I'm sure yesterday you were, you were eight, just watching tennis. Somebody kicking. Or watching football. What will it benefit you? They are working in their destiny. Are you working in your destiny? So, the mother of Jesus said to them, whatsoever he tells you to do, just do it. Can I say this? If you are going to work with God, don't say, I have to understand the ways of God before I obey. You'll miss God. When God said to start the church here, the London branch was doing very well. I could have stayed there. Was doing well. But God said, Leave and start this branch. And we left everything. Remember, that was the first place I used all my students' work, work salary to buy all the equipment. So I was very attached. And the church was doing well. We were doing well. Come on. We we're doing very well. But the Lord said, Leave. And come here and start from a scratch, from knowing no one. And we obeyed. And the end result from coming here. Has been awesome. From here, we started all the branches across the world, yes. did all the things we did. You see, one act of obedience. If you if I were to be looking at where we were and say, I cannot leave, I cannot leave and stay there, I would have missed my destiny.
0: Luke chapter 5, from verse 4 to 7. Luke chapter
1: 5. From verse 4 to 7. You know the story? Peter had gone fishing, told all night, caught nothing. And Jesus comes and said, can I use your, can I use your sheep? He uses boats, he uses Peter's boat. And then the next thing that happens, the are... now when he had left speaking, this is Jesus, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have told all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will lay down my net. Master, we have told how all night and caught what? Nothing. Okay. Let me say this. Write this down. This is, this is strong, by to help someone. Toiling is a sign you may have ignored a divine instruction. Toiling is a sign you may have ignored a divine instruction.
0: Jesus said, The works that I do, shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbaji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH 10 8 DS, or call 01293 885000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Lucian Chapel International, home of signs, wonders and miracles.